You Can't Sit With Me, hosted by Deanna Espear. I'm a little bit rusty when it comes to podcasting with a guest here at the You Can't Sit With Me HQ, aka my messy apartment. You know when you wake up on Monday in the morning, I haven't introduced your name yet, this is typical of Deanna. You know when you wake up on Monday in the morning and everyone's like, motivation Monday, like na na na. Fuck you. I need a funny video, you know, a video that just makes fun of real shit that's going on in the world. I don't want someone to give me some fluffy, bullshitty motivation. So please welcome Brett, Brett Kenyon, Brett Ken 13 on Instagram. Did I get it right? Brett Ken 13. That's right. Brett Ken 13. I like to call him the new and improved Benny drama. Oh my God. That's the best compliment but it's not a compliment it's actually the truth because i feel like he's getting a little rusty too it's kind of like me with my podcast i feel like there's a lot of like i feel like there's a lot of like newcomers that are really putting my podcast to shame and i feel like you're kind of like the newcomer like putting benny drama to shame well i hope that i can get to his level one day we'll see how long he lasts we'll see we'll see it's all i i prefer a slow growth i don't like the that's mine (laughs) <laughs> no, but that's what that's mine too, to be honest. But like, I prefer the slow growth. I don't like the overnight success. I feel like then people get lazy and they get arsehole and then the content just sucks. That's true. To the listeners, most of my listeners are all here for like Vanderpump Rules, Summer House, Bravo stuff. Yeah. You work at TomTom. I do. Okay, so we'll get that's so much TomTom. definitely Tom a part of my life. But um, before we get into that, you know what's coming. I never told anybody that because I'm such a good friend. All right, so my tip of the week, I just found them at Target in the toilet paper section. They're called Dude Wipes. Um, Pretty much they're organic wipes for your bum because I think that all guys need to be more hygienic. And let's be serious, toilet paper does, does not get the job done. No, I feel like toilet paper does a bad job at cleaning up and it just does a better job at just like spreading the mess. Yeah. It, it's kind of like a duster. If you Listen, if you try to clean up dust with toilet paper, you're moving it around. Yeah. But if you use a duster, it sticks to it and you remove it. How come everyone in Europe has a bidet on their toilet and we don't in America? Well, like, I, ne- I have a bidet in Europe, but I've never used it. Well, I would I use, use one wipes. every day. I think I want to get one. So yeah. This is TMI, but... No, it's not TMI everyone, for this podcast. Every guy should get dude wipes. They're organic. Yeah. They're flushable. And, and why are they specifically, wonders. you know, targeted to dudes? I don't know. I what think makes a dude's asshole mo- more worthy of these wipes? Know, I think that especially straight guys, probably not as much gay guys. But yeah. Straight guys are just, they're doing like one wipe and that's it. I feel like straight guys are dirty. They are. What if a girl is into some freaky stuff and she wants to put a finger up there? I mean, the reason why I don't want to do freaky stuff is because I'm afraid of what I'm going to pull out. (laughs) But if you knew that your boyfriend was using dude wipes, I mean, I'm not even sponsoring them, but I love it. This is a great tip. Okay. Gay guys, straight guys, even girls. You know what? If you don't know where to get your wipes, where are they from? Target, Target. you said. Dude wipes. Why dude? Is it the scent? Is it like a very manic? They're not scented. That's a weird thing. I just think they're trying to target guys okay they're just not as hygienic they're, they're basically just saying guys you fucking smell and yep. your asshole smells yeah. <laughs> exactly. you need to clean that shit up <laughs> exactly so a lot of people ask me 
about my stories on Instagram stories because I, you know, I always make like a cool story. I don't like these bitches who overly curate, you know, the whole life thing and make mm. everyone feel like shit. I still will show some struggle despite the fact that all the colors are cohesive. Yeah. I'll still show some hustle. I'll still show some struggle and I'll always just make it accessible. It accessible. Yeah. It's called accessible. So here's how to make my Insta stories. You need to use the app Sparkle Cam. You know, I make everything kind of like sparkle a... Sparkle Cam. Yeah, Sparkle Cam. It, it, it just makes your skin smoother. You don't need mm -hmm. to overthink it. You don't need to edit. It makes everything look pinkier, cleaner. You know, when you want to do like a quick flat lay for your Instagram story, there's no need to like take a photo, edit it. Should I upload to story? Like la la la. You just do it all on Sparkle Cam. And I feel like it's just a quicker way to take a quick photo and it already looks ready for your stories instead of having to go through all these like random ass filters and all that shit. Because I'm a lot of people- it right now. Yeah, it's good. A lot of people edit their stories. I'm not really down. I'm, I'm, for, I'm for a filter. I'm not for editing. I was actually thinking about something today. I actually want to come up with this app, which is just stories like Instagram, because I feel like no one cares about like Instagram posts. Yeah. I feel like everyone's just more into the stories, which is kind of like Snapchat. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. But, but with stories on Instagram, you have the hashtags, you know, they come up on your explore page. But my idea was to create this app kind of like podcasts where you don't see numbers. So you don't follow someone just because they're popular. You follow or listen to someone just because you like what they're doing. I like that. I know. I was really considering like, should I hire a programmer and make this a thing? But then, yeah. you know, it will cost me so much money and like whatever. That would take the pressure off of like having followers and... I feel like that's such a silly thing. It's but not it, even it pressure anymore. It's completely ruining the industry because there's people with fake followers. Now, you know, the people with real followers are getting p punished. Like my engagement has dropped because of the algorithm yeah, because I was absent for like two weeks. Mm -hmm. And so now I'm getting like really odd engagement because it's all the algorithm calculating that I've not been on for a while. And I'm getting penalized because people are doing fucked up things on instagram yep. while i'm just like trying to get some mental wellness time yeah. in my schedule all that to say that i'm really into stories i think it's okay to filter your stories as long as you're not editing and this is a perfect way to do it and make everything look super cute yeah quite a long you should of the week. you should like definitely look into that look into what Making that app. Don't you think it's such a genius idea? Yeah. If anyone listens to this and comes up with this fucking app, I will sue the shit out of you. <laughs> I said it first. Because podcasting is kind of hard because there's no discover page. So you can't discover a podcast. Yeah. It's kind of like all word of mouth or you hear someone on someone else's podcast. Yeah. Um, so it's not like a search engine. It would be great to have the search engine, you know, benefits of Instagram minus like seeing all these numbers that, by the way, are not accurate. Even yeah. your favorite influencer nowadays doesn't have accurate numbers. Yeah. Like I know this girl who has a shit ton of followers. They're all real. Yeah. And because she's taking some time here and there to like do her own thing, her engagement is like dr has dropped. Yeah. And it, it it looks really off, but it's like not. It's just also the people who are getting new followers right now have a better engagement rate. Yeah. But then people who have followers from let's say years ago, Instagram's been around since what twenty eleven. Exactly. So like there was a time where I I had gotten a big amount of followers in like twenty thirteen. Yeah. All those people have died out. Some of them still follow me. Yeah, but they I've been don't going see your through. Posts, yeah. yeah, they don't see my posts. But I've been going through and removing some followers that yeah. aren't active. So I'm like, I don't want you following me if you're not oh, using yeah. the. I've been using the cleaner app. 
on the Instagram. App. It's called Cleaner. So basically, like, I don't really give a fuck about the amount of followers because if I did, I would post butt selfies. Yeah. You know what? I have a big butt. I could get followers if I posted a butt selfie. Hashtag Belfie. Yeah, hashtag Belfie. Not doing that, mostly because I have cellulite. But, you know, some people are into that <laughs> shit. And I bet that some people would still follow the cellulite butt. Besides the point, the point being that I don't give a fuck about the amount of follower. I use Instagram as a tool to communicate with my audience. I don't yeah. really use it to like do partnerships and stuff. Yeah. And so I would rather these people communicate with me than just be like ghost followers. Yeah. So you want, you want them to see what you're putting out there. Exactly. Because I want them to like respond and text me and like communicate with me. And I want to social media, social media, not fucking validation media. Yeah. Go fuck yourselves. I've been just blocking unblocking my ghost followers so followers that are following me but that are just not seeing or engaging with my posts and i've lost like probably a thousand for i don't care i do not care yeah i don't want these people like fucking up with my algorithm yeah so here's another great tip of the week for you you are actually bringing the pop culture news to the you can't sit with me podcast this week so why don't you give us the breakdown listen i don't even want to be a swifty after today like it's so fucking annoying i just on twitter today was literally unfollowing like dozens of swifties so, so do they all follow each other like fucking yeah they sheep? all follow each other and like they've never met in real life but they act like they're fucking best friends i'm like uh it just it makes me embarrassed to be a swifty because i was like an og swifty like i've loved taylor since i was in high school since i was 16 right and i don't know it's just like now it's just become like this competition of like who has met her the most times? Who has like taken a selfie with her? Who has the best seats and this and that? Yeah. And today, Lover Fest tickets went on sale. So what is Lover Fest? Lover Fest, it's pretty much she's not touring. Taylor's not going on a Lover tour. It is, but she's performing. She's performing. She pretty much made her own music festival. Okay. And she's having two shows in Massachusetts in July, in July and two shows in LA. But in it's July. just her performing. No, it's... Apparently, it says Taylor Swift and friends. But, but she, like, and friends, like, hey, I'm here with friends. Or is it like a lineup? I mean, it's supposed to be a lineup. Like, hopefully, she's going to have legitimate people. So she's like tricking people into thinking that, oh, my gosh, it's such a cute, like friendly, like quickie concert. No, you're trying to create the Taylor Swift version of Coachella. You think you're yeah, a goddess and no, you're I, fucking not. It, she bugs me. I know you hate her it's and so I love manipulative. her. This whole thing for me is so dumb. I feel like this is going to be like the fire festival of Swifties because there's no information. Uh, tickets went on sale today. The tickets are like $400 and $400. $400. $400. Yeah. And we Just don't feel like know. a regular ticket. Yeah. Like on the floor. I think they go up to $1,000 and we don't even know who she's performing with. And no one asked for a fucking Taylor Swift music festival. I just want her to go on a regular tour, go to like 12 to 20 like cities in the US. But now she's only doing four shows in the US for the whole year of 2020. Okay, so here's my question for you. Don't you feel like because it's Taylor Swift doing that, don't you feel like you're obviously in for a treat. The friends are going to be like all these A-listers. It's going to be good. Your, yeah, it's going to be good. I'm, so I'm don't being you negative feel, about it. I think it's going to be amazing. So why are you being, what is because like triggering she, this? She is making like, thank God I live in LA and I can just go to the LA show. Thank God my hometown is in New England because I can just go to that show as well. But all of her fans that live in like the Midwest and the South, they all have to fly either to the West Coast or the East Coast for this show. And there's how many Americans? 350 million Americans. I don't know. Obviously, not everyone loves Taylor Swift, but if uh, you're clearly. if you're <laughs> clearly if you're only doing four shows for all of 2020 in the U.S. and your fans have to go 
and take a flight and get a hotel and then buy a fucking $500 ticket. I'm sorry. That's just, that's fucked up. And, and I love Taylor so much. Do you know what this reminds me of a little bit? It kind of reminds me of the Kylie cosmetics technique. Here's why. What happened? Um, when Kylie came out with the lip kits and any other collection that she comes out with, it's like sold out two seconds later. Yeah. But you're not at a display in a store and you can't test out the makeup. So you're like ah. paying for like a really pricey, it's not It's not super pricey, but it's not affordable. Yeah. You're paying for something quite pricey. You don't know if it's going to be good, but you feel like you have to buy it now yeah. because it's going to be sold out in two seconds. Yeah, that's exactly what this is like. Yeah, so I feel like she's trying to copy the Kardashian marketing strategy. She's, she's except always that trying the Kardashians, to... Except that the Kardashians always come through and I go watch Taylor Swift live. Actually, I haven't, but I watch her live on Listen, TV. And, her... and she's a terrible singer. She's a terrible dancer. She doesn't have good stage presence. Listen, I should have taken you to the Reputation Stadium tour because that tour was fucking amazing. Why? Because of all the Listen, decor no, that she invested in? I mean, in? like the fireworks. And yeah, the she fireworks, actually danced. Exactly. I did something bad live. I will... Play it on Netflix after this. It's amazing, but you can't judge her her performance unless you go see a show live. Why? It's just it's a different experience. Can it's I like spiritual, and she sounds better. Can I tell and you everything. why? Because uh-huh. when you go live, there's like all this re- like reverb and echoes that make like it makes the the false notes a bit more forgivable. Yeah, but they're still there, and well, they still, and they're still not good enough. And that would never performs, happen. Ariana Grande, you go live, and yeah, you watch her, and it's better than the videos but, but you watch Taylor the videos is the best songwriter you watch the videos of our generation the content is obviously better than the video by miles you go home you watch the video it's still amazing you go to a taylor swift concert yeah maybe she's better in live but you go home you watch the video it fucking sucks i'm gonna make you watch reputation after this probably you, you're <laughs> gonna have to i she's dangly but she's dangly she doesn't listen. have a good sense of rhythm she doesn't she's have good She's a basic rhythm. white bitch, but yeah. she's super talented. She plays so many instruments. She writes all of her own songs. Like, you have to give her credit where credit's due. And I, I give credit to her success. She's one of the most successful musicians. I give credit to the success. In the 2000s. I don't give credit to the whiny songwriting because you know what? I've been broken up with too. Boo hoo. I can write yeah. a song about it too. But Boo-hoo. how come Ed Sheeran can write breakup songs? It's totally sexist. He doesn't get shit on. It's not because she's a woman that I don't like her. Is it's it? because I feel like Ed Sheeran, despite very pop commercial lyrics, is not a basic bitch. Ed Sheeran, yeah. back in the day, got famous on SBTV on YouTube, and he was not a basic bitch. And Ed he's Sheeran, ugly, so. Yeah, and he's ugly. So, you know, we like an, <laughs> we like an under, uh, underdog as exactly. well. Taylor <laughs> like, go, go do a catwalk. Go be a model. Don't be a fucking singer. <laughs> I can't but, believe I'm letting you shit on Taylor Swift like this. It's like, so literally, funny. You would kill I have me. gotten someone at TomTom, one of my coworkers, shout out to Logan, love you. Oh, we I got love Logan. in the biggest fucking fight, <laughs> literally, this one night, and everyone knows about it. Like, every single person on Vanderpump rules knows about this fight oh my god did you hear about the fight between logan and brett because <laughs> they got in a fight who's better beyonce or taylor and he was like beyonce <laughs> he was beyonce and he's like who's a better performer i was like definitely beyonce who's a better singer definitely beyonce who's a better songwriter i was like definitely taylor swift and then we just got in this huge it went fight downhill. i was drunk sorry it was it was pretty funny that's hilarious so the fact that like my hands aren't around your neck right now strangling you but something. that's because she fucked you over with her fucking festival yeah, this whole festival thing i'm sorry it's it's really not it's getting to yeah can i just say beyonce bugs me just as much as taylor Swift. ah thank god like, she's beyonce, so overrated but ta- no talent wise beyonce 
we can't deny it. She's she's fucking talented. Of course. She's talented, okay? Taylor Swift is smart. She's a businesswoman. She's charismatic. Yeah. She ain't that talented. She made the mm. most of what she was handed. She made lemonade. Her song. <laughs> Wait, pun intended. I'd love to know on my latest Instagram post what you think of this little Taylor Swift battle. She bugs me. Team Taylor or not? Topics. We want to speak about housewives. We want to speak about yeah. Tom Tom. Can I yeah. ask you questions about Tom Tom? Yeah. Can you be really honest? For sure. Really? I'm scared, but yeah. Yeah. Okay, so you know there's like a whole show around Tom Tom, but obviously. The servers at Tom Tom are not the ones that are like the main characters on the TV show. Yes. Do you feel like, you know, when you're working there, it's kind of like a battle of like who gets onto the show. It's kind of like that mentality. There's certain people that kiss ass, I think. Yeah. And then there's certain people that don't. I mean, there's a couple people at Tom Tom that did film with the show this summer. Yeah, I know. So, I know exactly who Yeah, it is, I mean, exactly. I know you know. Yeah. The people that did that, it was always kind of pre-planned that they were going to do that. And it's probably the yeah. reason why they're there in the first place. Oh, yeah. Let's not lie. Yeah, there were certain people that got hired for the followers that they have and not because they have a good resume. Oh, wait, who was I that? I was hired because I have a wait, good resume. <laughs> but I'm talking about all the actual servers there. I feel like it's kind of a race to be able to get that exposure. I'm not saying you, but I've noticed it with so many people. Yeah, there's certain people that think that want, that's their goal. They're like, yeah. I want to be on the show. Yeah. And that's why they're here. Yeah. And it's, it's, I don't think it's that but bad. It's not, it's no, not that it's bad. Not, it's not as bad as you think. I think we get, if anything, more people coming and handing in their resumes who you could tell are s- such like desperate little fangirls that are like, oh my God, if I work here, I'm definitely going to be on the show. I'm like, no, it doesn't fucking work like that. No. Like the most you're going to see me on the show next season is like dropping a fucking martini off at the table or maybe like in the background. If you get, let me just make this clear though. To be hired there, you need to be excellent at your job as a bartender, as a server, as a host. Um, like no one there is there just by chance. Like no one has been just hired like as a coincidence. A lot of it is like um, references, like knowing someone. Yeah. And being recommended. Yeah. Um, a lot of it has to do with your looks, I think. A hundred percent. Come on. There's a brand at the Vanderpump establishments. So like Yeah. That's just They're basically what it is. like the Abercrombie of, of of bars. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, it's totally like that. <laughs> Which is illegal, but it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I've also seen people just like walk in and been hired. Yeah. Literally. Our food runner, not going to say his name, he literally got hired because he would come in as such a fangirl, like literally taking selfies with the Toms and with like Sheena and this and that. Yeah. And, whoever else was, would be in there and like taking videos with Lisa and being like, I love you, Lisa. And he would just come in so much. And then he got to know some of our management and they hired him. I don't think right now there's anyone there that's goal is to be on the show. I feel Except like, maybe like one person. <sighs> Do you feel like most people who come into the bar are people who watch the show? Like 85%. And if they're not there for the show, they're with someone who is. So they're like an L.A., local who has a friend visiting right you like i don't think i've actually ever had a table that just went in there to be like oh i didn't know this was not part of a tv show oh really yeah okay and how do you know how do people make it known that they know about the show when they come in at a table you get people who are literally psycho obsessed like what what do they do what's like psycho stuff like hi um hey guys i'm brett i'll be taking care of you and like oh my god 
you look so familiar. Do, do I know you? Do I know you? Oh, you? Were you on season five or six? I'm like, no. They're like, oh, you look, you just look so familiar. But yeah. the fun part of the job is that I don't think you should ever kill someone's excitement. If you, if someone's excited for something, good for them. So what Be do you do? Be fucking excited about it. I put on a fucking show for them. So I'm what do like, you do? I just, they're like, have you ever met so-and-so or so someone from the show? I'm like, oh my God, yeah. Like this and that. You just like. Even if you haven't met them. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think I've met everyone at this point. <laughs> yeah, but, but if they ask you like, oh my gosh, have you been out drinking with them? You're like, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah, you just like make up a lie. Yeah, that's hilarious. But yeah, it's an experience for them. You like, These people travel from bumblefuck America to come to this freaking bar. Yeah. I'm going to make it a good it's experience. It's Disneyland. Don't it's, tell them yeah. that Santa doesn't exist. Exactly. I get that. And these people, I get that. they think that everything on the show is real. I'm like, oh, bless your heart. I mean, it's real, but it's like. It's fake. not real. I know like, it is. It's real fake. I know it is, Wait, but I feel. Not. That doesn't make sense. No, I'll tell you what it is because I've overanalyzed this situation. So what happens is on the show, you do get some of the drama and some good scenes, whatever. But I feel like the show is more of like a recap and like a a, a recap of the, the actual problems that yeah. actually do happen. Yeah. So there is shit that's happening within the crew. But it's, then... The drama's real. The drama's real. But it's not real time. It's not real time. So it's like... And if okay, it is real so time, it's so kind of staged yeah. to be that way. Yeah. Um, I'm, I mean, there's definitely some of it that's real time, obviously. Well, like the fights. So they'll be like, oh, the drama happened. Now you need to go speak to that person. And then the fight yeah. is real. But the actual drama, there's so much more behind the scenes that you yeah. actually don't Like if a realize. viewer thinks that like the cameras are just already in the apartment as they're waking up, like, are you fucking kidding me? Come on. They're like, They've planned okay, this. get in bed. Call sheet. Like, yeah, there's a fucking <laughs> there's a call, call sheet. sheet. It's Hollywood, baby. Come on. <laughs> You actually have some tea about some of the housewives. I've been watching OC. I've recapped so many times. Yeah. And you said that you had stories that you wanted to share with me. So my first experience with a housewife was in New York. So you watched the housewives before you I, started working? No, I didn't. Okay. I have not seen a single episode of Beverly Hills. Right. I watched a couple episodes of New York just because I had filmed with them in 2015. Yeah. Um. I watched like two episodes of OC because you've told me to. Yeah. And so, yeah, I don't like even Vanderpump Rules. I had only seen two seasons before I started working there. Yeah. And like when I, I remember one night I had to Google if it was Stassi or Ariana at my table. Oh, yeah. I didn't know the difference between Sandoval and Schwartz. I mean, (laughs) I still don't. I still kind (laughs) of don't. Until a couple weeks after. But yeah. um, With Housewives, I knew about the show, obviously. Yeah. But I was working at this restaurant in New York. And my manager was came up to me and I was super busy. And he's like, I need you to take care of this table. Ramona Singer from the Housewives of New York uh, hates her waiter, like just told me to get rid of him. And I need you to go over there and make it like, okay, I know you're good at that. And I'm like, dude, fuck you. I'm so busy right now. Who the fuck is Ramona, Ramona Singer? Like I have no yeah. clue. I was so pissed off. Right. And he's like, trust me, you'll thank me later. I'm like, okay, fine. I go over, I fucking kiss her ass. I'm like, oh, hi. I always put on this baby voice. Like people think yeah. I'm so fucking sweet. They're like, when, whenever mm-hmm. I walk away from a table, I hear people be like, oh, he's so sweet. And it's like, bitch, and I'm, I'm that literally sweet. like, I'm the fucking biggest asshole ever. Yeah. <laughs> um, I go up to her, I kiss her ass. Yeah. She's with her gay bestie and they love me. And then they invited me for drinks after. And I'm like, oh my God. So I text my one friend who's obsessed with Housewives. I was like, I'm going to get drinks with Ramona Singer and her friends. What the fuck is this? That's and she's so fucking freaking funny. out. And then, but this goes to show, like, no matter what job you have, as long as you're fucking good at your job, like, something will make your day and something will be worth coming home telling your partner. Yeah. Or if you don't have I your hate partner. I being a waiter, but there's... No. 
There's no, but perks to You're it. actually not a waiter. You're a comedian. Let's talk about some of your videos for a sec. I have to finish my story. My oh, I, th- I thought you weren't finished. Yeah, oh, I thought, I no. So that story. Okay, I'll, carry I'll on. I'll quickly finish that story. No, it's finished. So pretty much I ended up sleeping with Ramona Singer's best friend. And then I'm for like. I'm crying. <laughs> and then for like weeks after that, I got to know Ramona. We'd like. It was during her divorce. So what, who was her husband? Mario or something like that. Don't even know because I don't watch New York. Okay, well. She was actually sweet yeah. and got to know her. And then we all went to Puerto Rico together. That's hilarious. Yeah. And then I haven't seen her like in a long time, but, okay, but that was like my happens. first little like splash into Bravo. Yeah. And now I work for Lisa. So I guess it was meant to be. There's some really funny videos that you've posted here. And I kind of want to talk about some of the topics. Oh yeah. This goes back to Tom Tom. This summer you made a video about the guy that always takes other people's shifts. Oh Yeah. Who's that guy at Tom Tom? Who's always asking to get their shift covered? Oh, who's the guy to always pick up? Oh, to pick up? Okay, yeah. so there's a server named Brian. Yeah. Literally, he will pick up every shift. If I need a shift covered, I text him. He's like, yeah, I'll take it. One time he worked like 13 days straight with no day off because he was just picking up people's shifts. But is he like enjoying it or is he like, fuck I mean, it, like it I makes guess. me money? Yeah, he like loves to make money. Okay. Like me, I need a fucking two days off at least a week or I'm dead. So are you the guy who's always asking the other person to pick up your shifts? Sometimes. Oh my gosh, no, I have a story. That person Can is I share a Jojo. Story? Sorry to call you out, Jojo, but he <laughs> he has so many side hustles and he's like a professional twerker. So he always books gigs all the time, like professional shit. He's always in like Todger Calls music videos and right. whoever else. So like he always needs his shifts covered. I can I share a really embarrassing story. Remember that night when we went out and we got so fucking drunk. Yes. And so you guys have well, like I a, kind of remember. <laughs> you actually don't remember. <laughs> and then you the Tom Tom servers. You guys have like a a, a WhatsApp group. Oh my god! And I yeah. literally <laughs> asked someone to take my shift. I said I'd Venmo them a hundred dollars, <laughs> and no one would do it. Oh my god! I had to work that fucking shift. I had such bad anxiety. And guess what? It was fucking. <laughs> Vanderpump dog day <laughs> so all the fucking Vanderpumps were in Tom Tom and I'm hungover as fuck like trying to talk to Jason and Pandora and I'm like a hungover mess and then like Lisa yelled at me because one of my candles on my tables wasn't lit and I literally had a panic attack at the end of my shift and then like Jax and Brittany come walking in the back and my manager's like you have to take them and I was like no, I was like, I just closed out my last table. And I went up to Brian, the server who always takes people's shifts. Shift. I handed him 40 bucks and I said, take Jax's table. I need to go home. I'm having a panic attack. I'm crying. <laughs> and he took it. And so then you he lost made, 40 like, bucks instead of 100. I lost 40 instead of 100. But then like Jax tipped him like 250. So I lost a lot of mo- that <laughs> money sucks. for not taking that table. That day. So I'm not on the chat, obviously, because I don't work at TomTom. Yeah. But I wake up to a screenshot from Lucas. And he was like, <laughs> Fred, Fred is trying to get people to go work for him for hundred bucks it was the best thing i've ever I woken up to my whole entire never life never been so hungover in my life can you tell everyone where they can find you yeah. and just give them a little sneak peek into the brett ken 13 world because you guys all need to go follow him you guys can find me mostly on instagram brett ken 13 b-r-e-t-t-k-e-n-1-3 I try to post a new video every week. I don't, have a, funny. I don't have a specific day, although, if, you know, I got enough followers and that's something that people wanted. Can totally do that. Um, my DMs are open for any recommendations on videos that you'd like to see. I try to make all my content real life stuff, stuff that I have seen in real life. And then I try to recreate it. So, yeah, check it I out. I have my personal video request that I would like to make. 
What? Can you please make a, a video on influencers who are like, hey guys. 100%. I have this like sketchbook that I write when yeah. ideas come and I just have a list of things I want to record. Yeah. I want to film something with one of the bartenders at TomTom. Tom. Do you know Sharif? No. Why do I not he, know any of these people anymore? Sharif has like this shake weight that he always uses. And I wrote the funniest fucking sketch about it. Yeah. I'm just waiting. I just need to get people to come film with me. But I don't, have, film with I don't you. have money to pay them. Well, I loved having you on the show. Thank you for having me. Thanks for the honesty on Taylor Swift. We hate each other, but it's cool. <laughs> we'll be friends anyway. Love your work at TomTom. You have to go say hi. He's the beautiful guy with green eyes. He's the best. Go tip him as well. This is no ordinary sub shop. This is Firehouse Subs. Welcome to Firehouse. Tired of overpriced lunches that underdeliver on flavor? Head to Firehouse Subs, where for a limited time, you can get a $4.99 choice sub. Choose from a medium smoked turkey, Virginia honey ham, or roast beef. They're custom-made hot subs at a price ready-made to make you smile. Just $4.99, only at Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs, save more lives. Participating locations plus tax limited time offer prices may vary for delivery.